Hello. Welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. I'm Susie Parker Goins. I am a channel, teacher, healer, and a guide. You can find me on the web at www.bluelightninghealing.com. I have links there for my podcasts and videos. I'm a panelist for the MeWe online events, that's the Metaphysical Empowerment and Wellness events, and also at Winnie's Angels Monday and Thursday online events. I believe hers are the Tacoma Psychic and Craft Fair, so TPCF, I think is how you'll find it. I also have a page on Facebook, and yeah. So the best way to contact me is through email at suzypgoins at gmail.com. Happy Thursday, y'all. I think Thursdays are going to be informational. You'll have Monday's meditations to work with, and so I'm going to use this time to explain things as I see them. So today I'm going to talk about what I do. Okay, what do I do? <laughs> I'm a channel. What's that? Well... In the broadest sense, a channel is one who receives information from a source outside of one's physical experience. Whether it's from a spirit guide, your intuition, or a clair, it's information you get and think, eh, how did I know that? Oh, by the way, the clairs are a whole nother topic. Stay tuned. I believe everyone can channel. How it manifests differs from person to person. I am a full-body trans channel. That means my ego steps aside. Believe me, that was a challenge in the beginning. But my ego steps aside and divine in whatever aspect most resonates with my client. It comes in and talks through me. With my clientele, it's a conversation. It's not a pontification or a lecture. I've also heard channeling called psychic mediumship. And I believe the concepts are similar, if not the same. I mean, you're still receiving information from divine and passing it on to a client. I've been channeling in some form or another since I was eight. At least that's the earliest circumstance I can remember. I mean, there I was, eight years old, standing in front of my easel. Oh, come on, you know the ones. Chalkboard on one side and the other side some sort of white laminate. That's the board your mom always told you not to paint on, but somehow paint always managed to find its way on it? Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, there I, I, I was on the chalkboard side of the easel. I had my chalk in hand, and I drew a beautiful line drawing. It was so simplistic in execution, and yet it conveyed the image of a woman reclining under a tree. Her curves were perfect, and her hips were generous. Her calf was sturdy, and her breasts were... Wait, what? Her breasts? I mean, I'm eight years old, and I drew boobs? I panicked. A, a naked woman is not a Catholic kid thing to draw. So I erased her. I erased all of her. I stuffed that ability down to the point where I still think I can't draw. Now, then in my 20s, I developed, I delved into tarot, you know, topics of a psychic nature, reincarnation. I was opening myself up to possibilities. It actually took me 20 years to really get the hang of channeling. My ego kept getting in the way. 
there was a time I was working at the Pocket Sandwich Theater in Dallas, and I had confided in a young man there. I said, yeah, I want to channel him. And, oh, okay, cool. The next weekend I came back, and he asked me, so can you channel yet? And I said, no, it's hard. Universe gives you what you ask for, so it was hard. It took me quite a while. So it did take a lot of practice and with various groups and friends, and finally I got it. I really kicked it into gear when I was sick with cancer. Talk about getting your ego out of the way. I was channeling for the chaplain at the hospital, for friends who visited me, uh, even for my kids, and they didn't realize it. <sighs> Divine took advantage of the situation and came through to help me heal. It's it, Channeling, it's a way to receive information from a source outside of your physical experience, from a higher realm. It's accessing higher consciousness to convey that information from divine. And there's always a loving, positive impact. Listening to spirit or your guides or your best self is what will improve your world, our world. You've got to step out of the mainstream and into the collectiveness consciousness stream. Realizing that every action you take has an effect on everything else puts you in that space of divine healing. So what channeling is not, it is not demonic possession. Possession is involuntary and invasive. Channeling is by consent. Removing one's free will, no. Giving you free will and the choice. Channeling allows that. Channeling is not evil. I mean, that's still possession. And channeling has higher realm beings only coming through. Channeling is not religious. I, I don't think spirit has a religion. I don't think spirit can be defined or confined by man-made constructs. If the channeling is ego-based and tells you to do things like sign over assets, no, that's not channeling. It's not channeling at all. Channeling does not bind anyone to you. They are not yours. You are not the only ones they can talk to. That's taking away free will. That's unethical. Channeling provides you a space in which you can make choices. Make choices from your heart. Channeling is not a surefire way to get the lotto numbers. Believe me, I have tried. If it's not your time to win, nothing's going to help. And channeling is not a replacement for professional care. I do not diagnose, prescribe, or treat. I am not an MD, nor have I ever played one on TV. It is complementary in that it works to support other modalities being used. I have received all sorts of energy treatment, energy, yeah, treatments, I guess. No, I just said it's not treating. So I received all sorts of energy work from um, other practitioners, and it allowed me to go through and look at the emotional and psychological and emotional aspects of my illness, which put me in a better place, opened up the energy channel so that I could heal better and faster.
that it didn't replace all the stuff that happened, okay? So channeling has been around for, oh gosh, forever. Talk about the oracles, any kind of geniuses or prodigies, and it's not how it happens in the movies. See, when I channel, I ask you to breathe, to ground, we open your heart, and spirit comes through me. My demeanor changes, my voice, my posture. Some clients have told me that I physically change, like my facial facial features physically change from eye color and eye shape and how I just, my chest gets bigger and it's fascinating. Okay, so I did mention I worked in a theater. Yes, I have a degree in theater and I have struggled with justifying that with my abilities to channel. In my personal work, though, I ask that question, and I have been assured that my theatrical expertise allows me to physically manifest these beings I am channeling. My body is able to do it. I'm accustomed to it. And so it it helps a client differentiate between between the beings that are being channeled. As soon as they get used to a physical change, then we work them into understanding the energy differences. So not all channels change as drastically as I do. It doesn't negate their ability or their accuracy or their integrity. Everybody channels in a way that they are most suited for. So, yeah, I'll probably channel for y'all sometime soon. But until then, blessings until next time.